What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Full-Time Wedding Pro Podcast. This is an exciting episode because I have Jeff from Adventure Wedding Films on, and in this episode, we talked all about elopement filmmaking and wedding filmmaking and how to book adventure elopements and how to do all the travel, and it's absolutely incredible. You guys are gonna absolutely love this episode. So I'm gonna keep this short, but real quick, if you want to learn more about what we do, again, my name is Peyton Helm. I'm the owner of Full-Time Wedding Pro, and this is all about helping wedding photographers and filmmakers book more weddings, charge higher prices, and live just amazing, incredible lives as wedding photographers and filmmakers. So if you want more free content and maybe even some paid content, go to fulltimeweddingpro.com. I've got all kinds of stuff. You can join our Facebook group for free. You could buy our video course and learn more about it there. A lot of stuff, okay? So anyways, if you like this podcast and you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music, drop me a rating and review. That helps me so much. And please subscribe whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple Music. Uh, so without further ado, let's go ahead and let's dive in. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Full-Time Wedding Pro Podcast. This is your host, Peyton Helm. And on this episode, I've got the wonderful Jeff Iverson from Adventure Wedding Films. Did I say your last name right, by the way? I should have heard Iverson, that. yeah. Okay, sweet. <laughs> yeah, so real quick intro, and then we'll dive in, guys. Uh, Jeff is a worldwide traveling wedding and elopement filmmaker, and his films are absolutely freaking incredible. Um, and he is obviously at uh, Adventure Wedding Films on Instagram, and you can go to his website, adventureweddingfilms.com. Uh, he's also the owner or co-owner, we'll find out, of the Elopement Photographer Experience. We will definitely talk more about that. Um, he was, and probably still is, the filmmaker I'm going to hire for my wedding slash elopement, if that ever happens. Um, and I'm pretty positive he can outlift about any wedding filmmaker in the game. So without further ado, what's up, it's man? Quite a, it's quite an intro. <laughs> I had to add that last tag in there right. because I saw that post that you made yesterday of you doing like the 110 pound dumbbells. And I was like, geez, dude, <laughs> like it, it, it's, it's so I can push photographers out of the way. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> as, a, as a photographer, I'm nervous. <laughs> so, dude, I need this shot, bro. We move. <laughs> <laughs> so let's dive in, man. Um, basically yeah. like, I just want to start with your story. So like, just tell us who you are, where you came from and like how you got to the position you're in right now. Yeah. Um, so I did not ever see myself as like a wedding videographer or anything like that. Um, prior to this, I was managing a gym um, selling personal training, stuff like that. Um, had some friends that were, uh, getting married and, um, asked if I could film their wedding. Cause I had done some editing for a friend of mine, um, Jay Worsley back in the day, he was a wedding filmmaker at the time. Um, so like I kind of had an idea of what I could do. Um, so I just bought a GH five and I contacted Jay and I was like, Hey, like, give me some ideas. What am I supposed to do? And he's like, he pointed me to Matt Johnson on YouTube and white and oh, Rebel YouTube. And there he's like, just go watch everything that they do and you'll be fine. I'm like, all right, perfect. So basically that's what I did. And like I dove into YouTube and spent countless hours just watching everything, buying all the products that they told me to buy. <laughs> um, some I didn't have money for at the time. So I just, you know, got by, like, I remember my first weddings, I was using a lunchbox to like carry a lot of my cords and stuff like that. Cause that's oh all gosh. I got. Um, so yeah. So I filmed three free weddings at the end of 2018. Um, I took those weddings, I edited them quick. And then January of 2019, um, I took them to the Arizona bridal show. 
I purchased like a 75 inch TV from Costco, knowing full well that I was going to return it right afterwards because I didn't have the money for it. Yeah. Um, and I just played my three films and I booked 16 weddings from it. Oh my um, gosh. So then I'm like, all right, I am a wedding videographer now. Um, so I took all those deposits and I immediately just put it back into the business. I bought better gear, um, an extra camera. Um, and then a lot of it went towards advertising. So I spent a ton of money on advertising, um, which I think kind of propelled me in the position that I am now, because I wasn't afraid to spend money on the business because I had a full-time job. Like I was set that way. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, yeah, over the course of 2019, I filmed 30 weddings. Um, and then I had a full stack for 2020. And obviously that changed <laughs> everything for us. Um, yeah. And so because of that, I had some couples that were like, hey, um, we just want to elope. Like, we just want to get this done. Like, we don't want to wait until things open up. So we're canceling our wedding. Will you go elope with us? And I'm like, heck yeah, let's do that. And then I just absolutely fell in love with that whole process of getting away from big weddings, getting away from wedding parties and all the timelines and all this stuff that distracts a couple from their actual like wedding, their day, you know, them saying their vows to each other mm -hmm. and just getting out in nature, um, letting them just have an amazing time and capturing that just really changed my whole view on things. Um, so through 2020, then I just really started pushing elopements. Um, and because of that, then everything just kind of blew up on me for the travel and elopement side. Um, during that whole time is when I met Nick Patton, who's the photographer side of, uh, the elopement photographer experience. Mm -hmm. Um, and we became really good friends. And we just started referring people back and forth to each other. Um, so if I booked a wedding, they didn't have a photographer, um, they would hire him on. And I found more and more that the people that were booking me were usually booking me first because they valued videography, which wasn't the case in the beginning when I started off. Yeah. Um, so then it was easy for me to refer Nick over and same for him. Like whenever he would get a booking, he would say, Hey, Jeff's your guy, you know, we travel well together and stuff like that. Um, so then we just made our own combined package together just to make things easier. And that just really took off for us. So during that whole time, um, we started talking like, hey, we're going to all these amazing locations. Like, why not, you know, teach other people how to do what we're doing? But more than that, just giving them an amazing experience along the way um, and providing some, you know, basically some badass content, um, stuff that you would want to go shoot in these amazing locations and make it not feel like a styled shoot. Um, cause that's really what they are, but yeah. they're done in a way to where when you market them, um, you're not going to have to like, we don't make anybody tag the workshop in any of their posts. Um, so it's like, you can post it as an actual elopement and make your couples feel like, you know, you went and filmed in Iceland, um, and they don't ever have to know that it was a styled shoot, but mm. along the way, like we show you tons of different locations, places to go eat, things to go do. So then when you're, you know, talking with these couples, um, they're like, oh my God, like, you know, I want to go do all these things. Like you're an expert in all this. And so that's really what we wanted to provide for them. So, um, anyways, we 
launched that and that just blew up on us as well. Like we've already done three trips this year and we have one more in September to Italy. Um, so I'm so super yeah. jealous of, by the way, yeah, I can't, I can't go. And I'm really <laughs> upset about that. <laughs> um, it's like where I'm at now, like, and I don't mean this as a brag or anything because I really don't think I should be <laughs> in the position that I am. Like yeah. it's kind of shocking at some points. And um, like when I'm at these locations with Nick now, like I sit back and I'm like, bro, like we're here. Like, how did we do this? Um, and it really comes to like, obviously we've worked our butt off to get where we're at, but you know, it just, everything just kind of fell into place. Um, and you know, we pushed really hard and it just worked. And so looking back on it now, like I'm three years into this business and I really shouldn't probably be where I'm at today. Um, just based yeah. off of how long I've been doing it. And like, I don't think I'm an amazing videographer nor editor. Like, you know, you saying that I'm like, Oh God, like it makes me cringe. <laughs> Cause I look at some of my films. I'm like, Oh, but yeah. like, I have the people that, you know, I, um, their work that I love and I look up to them and stuff like that. So to like, put me anywhere close to that like makes me feel super self-conscious because I'm like I know I'm I know I'm not at that level that's what I keep telling myself I'm not at that level um but I think I also approached this whole business like in a different way than a lot of people did because I just like invested tons and tons of money back into the business right up front yeah and I think that's what really changed um things for me and how you know it brought about all these different things. Um, so anyways, long story short, <laughs> not really, but there you go. That's awesome. So I've got like a ton of questions now and you answered actually a lot of questions that I had beforehand in my mind. Um, yeah. But I think the number one thing that I'd say I've taken away from just like that story is how fast you got to your position that you're in right now. Because I remember when I was engaged in 2020 was when um, we reached out to you. I found you on Instagram through some kind of hashtag. I don't remember what it was, mm. uh, but I saw one of your films and I was like, that, that, that's what I want. That's it right there. That's amazing. Um, and then obviously it never happened because the date kept changing because of COVID and then it just, yeah, fizzled out anyway. But like, I, I remember when I talked to you guys um, and you were under like your different business name back then. And I thought you had been filming for years, but now I'm shocked because it's like, what, one year? Because you started in 2019, right? Um, yeah. Okay. So watch the business in 20, January 2019. Yeah. So that's crazy to me um, and super, super impressive because I actually started my business at like in, 20, in 2018 um, was when I first shot like my first couple weddings. So I'm like jealous because like you're like all the way up here and I'm like, dang, I'm just now breaking into like the destination market. So it's like, God, I love it though. I'm so yeah. like happy that you're in that position right now, especially also that you're giving back and you're teaching with the elopement photographer experience. Yeah. Um, Cause I can relate to that. Cause like when I learned um, for me, it was like Facebook advertising. That's how we booked a lot of our weddings. So, like I immediately was like, Oh, I want to teach this. This is super fun. Um, but anyway, so I want to go back because you said that, um, you started, you shoot both weddings and elopements now, right? Or just yeah. elopements. I really push the elopement side. Yeah. Um, but so another great thing, like I was under a different name before, which was Conchetta films, which yeah. was a horrible idea for marketing wise. Cause nobody could say it. <laughs> um, SEO was horrible, all that kind of great stuff. But, um, I was able to 
like as I got more into elopements and wanting to do destination type stuff, I was given the opportunity. I actually bought the URL from uh, Keelan at White and Reverie. So he posted on one of the Facebook pages, hey, I have a bunch of URLs I want to dump. Does anybody want these? And so I bought it from him. Um, and I'm like, this is my, like, this is everything that I'm about right now. Like just yeah. adventure wedding films. That's what I want to be. Um, so within two or three days of buying the URL, I completely revamped my website, all my marketing material, everything. So if you go back to some of my films in 2020, uh, even in some into 2021, it still has my old logo at the end of the films, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is fine. Um, a lot of my reviews um, on Google, because that was another thing, like, I really push my couples like, hey, can you please like leave me an awesome review, you know, if you love your film, stuff like that. And I think I'm up to like 35 five star reviews. So now I'm actually coming up on Google um, a lot higher and just naturally, which is awesome. Uh, free advertising there. Um, but yeah, like a lot of my old reviews say so can shut a film and stuff like that. Um, but anyways, after buying that, um, it just made sense that I would change my package because I used to sell adventure, um, the adventure session on wedding day, like for weddings as like yeah. an added on thing. And I'd really have to push it like, hey, let's go out. Let's do, you know, something amazing apart from your wedding day. And then once I bought that name, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to add the price into my packages and I'm just going to, you know, tell them like, hey, if you're booking with me, we're going to go do an adventure session. Like, that's what I'm about. And that's what this company is about. So mm -hmm. if that doesn't vibe with you, then, you know, you should probably find a different videographer. But um, if you want something beyond just wedding day events and you really want to hone in on the relationship that you guys have, I'd like to provide you the elopement experience inside of your wedding package. Um and so a lot of times we'll go before the wedding day and just do more lifestyle, fun stuff with them just to add into the film. Or we can even go after the wedding day and get back into your wedding attire and let's go shoot some more, you know, awesome content and, you know, an amazing location. Yeah. Uh, so I've packed, like built all of my packages to where I don't charge for travel. I know what my travel costs are typically going to be. Um, mm -hmm. So then I'm able to go and do these awesome things knowing that, you know, my travel is covered. Um, sometimes I'll make more money than others. Um, I always make more money at uh, in-state weddings than I do out-of-state weddings, just yeah. because my travel, you know, typically I um, like to add on a couple of days wherever I go. And so, you know, I lose money on that side, but um, I love just getting out there, having fun with a couple, going to do some amazing stuff. Um, and for me, it just made sense to add that into my package where everybody gets to have that experience mm -hmm. for sure i think that you were offering that back when i initially talked to you and i was like wow i've never seen an adventure session before like this is the first thing i've ever seen about this and then i started doing research on it and i noticed that other people were doing it as well but everybody had a different definition for yeah. what it was and i was like i kind of want to try that so i totally stole that idea yeah um, and and like, it worked really, really well for me. But the way yeah. I did it was a little bit different. Like I've got it in like, I've got four collections, my top tier collection, it's included. But if I've got a couple on the fence on like my my typical eight hour collection and mm -hmm. I, I really want to get the sale, I'll like, listen, I'll throw it in for free or whatever. Um, and cool. that works extremely well right. for me. Um, 
Yeah, I love that. But I think if I did transition over to elopements only, I would probably, or even just like adventure weddings like that, I would probably add that in like you did. Cause it's like, it's a really solid, like every time I've talked to a couple about it, they're like, I love that. Like, I definitely want that. Yeah. So I agree. It's like super solid, just way to get people like pushed over the edge. You right. Know what I mean, and for weddings that are out of state, I would say, you know, you're going to have a lot of friends and family in town the day before, like you'll have your rehearsal dinner and stuff like that. If you want me to come and film that cool for your adventure session. But beyond that, like you guys are all going to be hanging out probably at some Airbnb or someplace doing something fun the day before, like mm -hmm. let's go film those things. Um, you know, your wedding day is more than just, you know, that 24 hour period, like, you know, you guys have spent years or whatever, like coming together, your friends are, you know, coming to this, your family's coming together. So let's include all of that wedding weekend instead of just, again, the day's events. And that's what usually, you know, what grabs people is helping them realize, okay, my, the day's events are cool, but yeah. it's more than that. Like, um, so. So how was the transition for you from shooting mainly like typical weddings into adventure elopements? Um, again, since I fell in love with the process of just doing is, I guess that's one thing I always hated is just the timeline of a wedding day and mm -hmm. how it can just get drug out. And, um, you know, there's, you're on your feet for so long and stuff <laughs> like that, <laughs> whatever, like, um, and then you're always having to fight with a wedding planner when you're going to eat. <laughs> and stuff like that. Oh, so yeah. like getting into elopements and then being able to control basically everything, was huge. Um, so a lot of the stuff that I do with my couple, I'm like, if you trust me, let me plan this for you. Um, so I'll tell my couples, like, you don't even have to find a place to say, let me find the Airbnb that's going to look aesthetically pleasing. That's going to um, look good on your film. And then let me send you location. Like, let me send you ideas. And then you can pick from one of those. Um, so with my package with Nick, we're doing that with couples all the time, just because we hate filming inside of hotel rooms. Um, yeah. it just looks like crap, like just not, you know, aesthetically pleasing. There's no way to really do great storytelling inside of a hotel room. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we take control over all of that now um, and just let the couple just kind of relax. And so we're coming up with all the locations, deciding, you know, what we're going to do. Um, and then giving them ideas. Okay. Like, do you guys want to hike? Do you want to go on a boat ride? Do you want, you know, just to go do like city stuff? Like what's kind of your vibe? Like, what do you want to do to show off your love on your elopement day? Um, and so, you know, we've had couples that have booked full on dinners um, at the beach at Big Sur. And so had a company come out, they set up this awesome table. They had their cake there, they had their food there. And yeah. then they're just sitting in front of this massive, you know, waves crashing up on, you know, the shore right there. And they're just hanging out, having a dinner. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Like right. how cool to actually spend your money on you instead of, you know, 150 other people. Um, and so just, again, that whole process of helping couples. So like I, I fell in love with that. Um, and so I try to give my wedding couples again, that same experience on their adventure session. Like, you know, let me find the place where you guys stay. Let me um, do all these things for you. Let me help you plan it out. So then, you know, we can go do something awesome on your adventure session. So they still get that same feeling. Um, and I love doing it with them before the wedding as much as possible. So when I go into the wedding day, like it feels like we're best friends hanging out. 
Yeah. Um, but if we do it after the wedding day, it still kind of feels like the same thing. Like we're still hanging out, having a fun time. Um, I had one couple that did their adventure session two days after their wedding here in Phoenix. We flew over to Maui and we did their adventure session on the beach and we did um, the road to Ohana, like all this fun stuff. And they were like, this is what we want to do on our adventure session. I'm like, I'm down, like <laughs> tickets yeah. for $300. I'm like, let's go. I'm going That's to Maui. Amazing. Like, um, so yeah, that's what I do. So this opens up a conversation that I've seen a lot. Um, and it's something that I've like kind of, I've been digging down the rabbit hole of elopements because I'm in a position where I shoot a lot of bigger style weddings and we're breaking down like the, the destination market as well. And it's fun, but it's, it's all the negatives that you described, like, you know, fighting with the planner for food. And it's like a full timeline and you're on your day, like all day. Um, and while I love the party aspects, especially for my films, um, I really just love having adventures with my couple after and before the wedding. And like during the wedding day, it's cool, but I don't really get to like talk to them that much really. So, um, I feel like a lot of people see elopements as like a one or two hour deal, especially like photographers. Um, I don't talk to a lot of elopement filmmakers, but like for a lot of elopement photographers, they're like, um, yeah, I do, I do like full weddings and then I have like an elopement package that's like two hours and it's like a thousand bucks. So, and I know from listening to obviously like watching what you do. And then I listen to a lot of what Maddie may teaches with her elopements and yeah. the notion of like all day elopements makes sense to me, but it doesn't make sense to a lot of people. So right. I'd love your insight on like what a typical elopement is like for you and how you can, you know, um, how you offer a full day elopement or a multi-day elopement, kind of like how that process works. Yeah. So what I tell my couples is on an elopement day, it I want to tell your story. I don't want to just shoot events. So your story is going to be you guys still getting ready, um, you guys writing your vows, stuff like that. So it's going to be more than one or two hours. Like I'm not just going to go shoot your ceremony on a cliffside. Like you know, we still got to go hike there. Um, yeah. Um, afterwards, like, let's plan a fun event for you guys. Or if you guys want to have dinner on the side of the cliff, like, so when I pitch it to them, I'm telling them that, like, I don't charge for hours for my package. Um, I don't care how long the elopement day is going to be, because honestly, I love being outside and just having fun anyways. So it doesn't feel like work at that point. Yeah. Um, so my package is, I just basically say as many hours as it takes to make an epic film. And then we start planning out, what do we want to do on your elopement day? For Arizona elopements, I don't do a second day adventure session. They can add it on. Um, but for all of my out-of-state elopements, I always have a second day adventure session built in. Um, so we can go do something apart from the actual elopement day as well. Just get some more you know, footage of them hanging out in this epic location. Um, more lifestyle stuff. So back at the Airbnb, um, anything like that. Um, so yeah, I basically I just don't sell hours in my package. And so that basically helps because if you start selling hours, then people are always going to try to, you know, pick the lowest package to save the money or whatever. Right. But when you just say like, I'm with you the whole day, so it doesn't matter, you know, how many hours it takes, like, let's make something awesome. Um, so that's the way that I went about it. And, Mm -hmm. what I do so yeah like for my Arizona elopements I start at 3450 um, just to shoot in Arizona so then U.S. is higher and then international is higher than that so gotcha 
Um, can we get technical for a second yeah. then? Because yeah, now I'm good. curious, this is a totally selfish question. I'm curious, how do you, do you have like one singular collection for like Arizona weddings and then out of state and then, you know, international, or is it like you've got three or four different collections for Arizona? Like, and how do you differentiate between them if you're not offering hourly coverage? Does that make sense? Yeah. So my Arizona weddings. So like when I get an inquiry in, they have to pick a wedding or an elopement. Okay. Um, so then I have all my pricing built on my website, but it's not viewable by anybody unless you have the link. So for my weddings, I have three different packages um, within that and all of them, you know, I've now just moved to a one shooter package. Um, and that's then I aggressive. Did, yeah. Wow. I did. I determine if I need somebody else and then I'll hire on a friend or somebody to come film. Um, like I just sold my biggest Arizona wedding package um, so far that I've hit and it was 7750. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, like this wedding is actually going to be pretty big. They have a lot of days events on, like, I'm just going to hire somebody. They're going to come out for at least the ceremony side of it and getting ready. Um, so I'll probably use them for like five hours or so, and then they can go home then I can get the rest of it on my own. Um, but yeah, like I wanted to just go to a one person team just so, you know, I didn't like always having to rely on somebody else being there too. And in most yeah. cases, in all honesty, I only use my footage anyway. So like, that's what I, <laughs> oh that's God, what I'm, I'm the, I'm the that's same what really came down to. Like, yes. like it, it's nice knowing that they're there. And so like, I think I was using it as a crutch, like, oh my God, like, what if I don't get this? What if, what if something happens, whatever. But then over time, like I'm wasting a ton of money on always having somebody there just to make me feel okay. Um, and so then I started doing a few just by myself, just kind of like first one, I was like, oh my God, like everything's going to go terribly wrong. And it went really <laughs> well. And I'm like, okay, like I don't need to stay in with the bridal suite as she's getting ready. Like, you know, for an hour, like I can bounce back before between the bride or the groom. If they're in different locations, I just tell them ahead of time, like, hey, I'm going to show up at the groom spot for 15 minutes, we're going to do your getting ready. Then I'm going to take off for the brides. So you can get ready. You can change out if you want to after that. It doesn't matter what you do, but this is when I'm going to be there. Um, and so it's like, I don't have to have somebody go be with the guys the whole time and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, again, it really just comes down to if I do the bigger package, which is going to have more time on the film than yet. Like, I think I'd like somebody else there just to capture more footage. So then I know I have more footage to work with later on. But again, in most cases, I'm not using a whole lot of their footage anyways, like just periodically here and there, like I yeah. find it just sprinkled in. Um, and I can never find anybody that has this, like, even though we talked about it beforehand, they never just have the same settings. So then the footage just always looks totally different. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, this is horrible, like editing. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's almost like it has to. You have to match everything and the camera and the lens just to make it look cohesive. I I I understand. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like I just moved to a one shooter package, and I think I felt more comfortable doing that because all my elopements are one shooter. So I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm shooting everything anyways. Like I feel more comfortable now. Um, I basically also stripped my packages too, to where now it's just a feature film an Instagram teaser and then everything else except like the top package is like a la carte. So they can add on a ceremony film if they want. They can add on toast mm. if they want. Um, I call it a keepsake film, which is basically all the raw footage laid out in a timeline kind of deal. Oh yeah. Um, like a documentary oh, edit basically. Yeah. Yeah. 
So all that's like a la carte now. So like when I go into a wedding day and even though I'm going to film the whole ceremony just with, you know, a tripod safety camera and me filming, um, I already know, like, I don't need the full ceremony, like, you know, really shot if, you know, they didn't buy it beforehand. Like I'll yeah. try to upsell it later on if I need to. Smart. Um, but yeah, like I just got really comfortable shooting elopements and then going into wedding days. I'm like, okay, like I can do this too. Like, and also like, there's a ton of photographers that shoot by themselves as well. And like, why do I have to have two people? Like, yeah. Like, if, if they can do it, like I can do it too. Um, so I always reach out to the photographer beforehand and be like, Hey, I'm going to be shooting this wedding alone. Like, you know, let's really discuss like, when are we going to be here? When are we going to be there? So we don't like miss each other on different things. Um, so it was a little scary at first, but definitely worth it now. For sure. Uh, so, so yeah, my, my package has three different tiers. Um, and my elopement package just has one, um, basically it's like, it starts off as a three minute film and then an Instagram teaser. And then there's add-ons if they want to add on extra time to their film, stuff like that. Um, so elopements is, there's not a whole lot of extras they can do other than like adding into the, um, the longer length of a film, Mm -hmm. but my, uh, my wedding packages have three different packages. Yeah, that's really interesting on the elopement side, because um, I know like everybody does like the package structure where it's like, you know, you get 12 hours, eight hours, six hours, whatever. Um, I think you're one of the only people I've ever seen um, that only offers like one and then it's like all day coverage and then like you get your, your base film and then you can add on the rest. I think it's really interesting. So yeah. do you like that better than like the package structure? I'm not sure if you've done both, but I'm just curious. I haven't done both. Um, just again, when I'm talking to couples, I'm like, a lot of stuff like if we're doing getting ready at your airbnb and then we got to drive you know an hour and a half to a location like you're going to be charged for all that time when we're not you know basically doing anything so to me it just made sense like i don't need to charge for time i need to charge for my work at that point like my time is already built into it um and plus i didn't want to sell a one thousand dollar package like right i'm like that doesn't make sense to me or my time because it still takes me you know if it's in arizona and northern arizona it's going to take me you know three four hours just to drive up there to then go shoot a one-hour elopement and then drive back three or four hours i'm like no like (laughs) yeah i get it how many do you shoot every year if you don't mind me asking um so first year was 30 last year i think was like 25 Uh, um and then this year, uh, I don't even know. I forgot. I stopped counting. <laughs> I'm probably, <laughs> I'm probably at like 28 this year. Um, and you're, are you traveling for like most of those? A lot of them are travel, yeah. But Jeez. like, so what happened with Italy is, I got an Italy elopement um, from a couple that actually, well, it's an Italy wedding-ish mm-hmm. elopement. So this couple already eloped with me. Um, I just did their film, um, dropped it a, like a month ago. So Alexis and Jordan, they got, they eloped in Northern Arizona without oh. their family knowing. And then they <laughs> planned a wedding in Italy. Um, it was just like just a small venue, but it's going to basically be an elopement too, just to appease yeah. them. Um, so then they invited Nick and I to come film that in Italy for them. So I'm like, all right, Nick, we're going to Italy. So let's make an experience out of this and invite people to come to it. And we'll put on style shoots, you know, for oh, smart. And so we did that. Um, and then in the course of that time, like I, I really try to get to know my couples on Instagram a lot too. Um, so 
once somebody books with me, like I'm interacting, you know, with their posts, always commenting and stuff like that. Just so again, the more that I can make them feel comfortable with me before coming into a wedding day, the better. Um, so one couple, they were getting married in Indiana. I had already shot their adventure session up there. Um, their wedding was going to be in December. I'm like, all right, December wedding, Indiana is going to be freezing. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, but over the course of time and just like talking with her and hearing some of her like comments that she would say about like elopements and stuff like that. Um, she had messaged me saying like, things are getting like out of hand. Like, you know, people are telling me what to do and all these things. I wish I could just elope. And I'm like, well, why don't you, why don't you come to one of these locations that I'm going to and just like screw it all. Like we're going to do what we want to do. And everybody can just like, <laughs> yeah. Buzz off, like, like, and I so she's that. like, she's like, you know what? like why can't we and i'm like exactly so she's like hold on i'm like okay and within five minutes she came back and she said okay we're canceling our wedding can i meet you in a, a in a positino and you just like film our elopement i'm like well i'm since i'm already going to be there i'll just extend my trip and yeah like let's do that and so within a couple of weeks she had all of her vendors canceled everything she booked out everything she's like we're gonna elope in italy instead and just like have it just be us and a couple of her family members i'm like this that's so awesome like oh my god you know people you know i get to know people enough to where you know they just you know trust in me then um and what i have to say and then you know she chose herself and her future husband over everybody else and their opinions of you know what they were supposed to do on their wedding and stuff like that like yeah like I love that kind of stuff. I think you I think you're selling me on doing elopements only. <laughs> like once you oh. get into it, like I was just in Big Sur, like I came back two days ago or whatever. I came back on Monday from Big Sur, two-day elopement, just walking around on those like rocky, you know, shores, like breathing in just that ocean air. And then uh the second day we were out in the forest. Um and Nick and I were on this trail and like, I'm just like smelling these like trees. Like I live in Arizona. Like it, it's like 120 right now. Like, I, yeah. I can't go outside. Um, so then I'm like in 70 degree weather, just like soaking it all in. I'm like, like, this is why I love what I do because mm -hmm. it rejuvenates me. Like it makes me feel better just to be out in nature, just having fun, having fun with a couple. Um, and then when I go to edit their film, like I'm super pumped up about it because again it's not just a bunch of days events um and stuff that you know you have to film to get into their wedding film because they're going to want to see it and somebody in the family is going to be mad if they're not in the wedding film whatever yeah, I feel um, that pressure. yeah so it's like um on elopements it's just all about them their love story um stuff like that so mm -hmm. so i'm like i'm really curious do you do all of your like everything, like editing, planning, booking, or do you outsource? I've outsourced a few weddings. Um, and then I get them back and I'm like, this, it, it doesn't feel like me. Mm -hmm. um, so I ended up going and changing a lot of stuff in it. It just helps because mm -hmm. a lot of like the legwork of the calling and stuff like that was done for me. So it mm -hmm. made my process then a whole lot faster. Um, but I found like, whenever I, I have sent something out to another editor, like I always have to turn around and re-edit at least a lot of it to get it to where I want it to be for me um, and my brand. 
So yeah. yeah, basically I do everything like, um, do the sales call, which I always get on a FaceTime with my couple. Like mm-hmm. I'll send them my pricing, um, when they first initially inquire, um, just so it disqualifies them if, you know, it's not within their budget, but it, I always tell them like, I won't book you without talking to you. So, um, mm-hmm. set up a FaceTime call with me. So through HoneyBook, they're able just to pick from my schedule. We jump on a FaceTime call and then it's just my time to really connect with them. There's been some couples that I get to the end of it and I'm like, um, thank you so much. Like, I really don't feel like I'm going to be a great fit with what you're looking for. Um, I think, you know, you'd be better off with, you know, maybe somebody that I know or something like that. And I've just gotten to the point where I'm like, I don't want to feel like I have to film a wedding just to make money. Like I used to be in that position Mm -hmm. and I really don't feel like I'm in that position anymore. So why make life harder on myself to go, you know, film a wedding or an elopement and then, you know, have it just be super awkward all day just because like, yeah. you know, vibing with a couple and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I basically treat my, um, my FaceTimes as almost like an interview for them too. Like I'm asking them mm-hmm. questions and if they're um, really giving back to me, you know, like giving me back the stuff that I need to hear stuff like that, then I'm like, okay, like this is my couple. Like, this is what I want to hear. This is, you know, the vibe. Um, if I'm like, oh my God, you're not answering anything. Like, <laughs> like yeah. you just feel that awkwardness. I'm like, I really don't feel like I'm, I'm the right <laughs> one for you guys. Like, um, and so a lot of times, like, you know, like I lose out on weddings that I probably could have booked just because I decided I didn't want to. And mm-hmm. to me, to me, like, that's totally fine. Like, it's nice being in that position. Um, and I feel like a lot of people should get to that position at some point in time. Yeah. Uh, it just, it just makes your life a whole lot better too. Um, it does. Life. Yeah, it does. Cause I remember, um, back when I had inquired for you and you jumped on the FaceTime with us, um, I almost was like, no, I'm not going to do this because like, he's probably expensive. His films are like amazing. And we were, you know, back in 2020, we were just growing our business. And like, you know, I didn't know where the future was headed because, you know, COVID and everything. Um, but then I was like, well, you know, let's do it. And then we talked to you guys and I was like, oh my God, I love them. <laughs> and and you were pretty, I don't remember exactly what you quoted us, but you were pretty high priced for what I was used to um, seeing other people charge. And I was like, I don't care. I'm going to find a way to pay for it. Like it's going to happen. But then obviously, you know, the wedding date never got confirmed and all that stuff happened. But regardless, like the, the FaceTime call was like, that's what sold me versus everybody else who I talked to, because I inquired for other people, everybody just did emails. Everybody's like, oh, here's my pricing, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, let me know what you think. And I'm just like, cool. Eh, I don't really care. Um, and that's why I was like, oh, snap, I should start doing calls for myself too. Um, and it's amazing because like you really get to know your couple beforehand and it's just so nice because you can like weed out the ones where it's like, I don't know, it's a good fit or not. Like, let's not do this. And the ones that are like, yes, slam dunk. I love this. Let's do this. And I've noticed like ever since I did start doing that, um, like my conversion rate from inquiry to booked wedding just skyrocketed. And that's, you know, yeah. what I tell other people to do now. Um, but, but yeah. Um, and for also, a little bit, totally I'll give you this like little yeah. thing it's great to find out like uh what what kind of music they like whatever if they have like certain songs because i always bring a speaker with me so like i'm like hey let's do your first dance like isn't this like your favorite song um so i'll put that on and just have them like dance and whatever 
or you can find out like what their favorite snack is and then just bring that on the elopement day and be like guys like i got you these these snacks and like they're always yeah. blown. it's like little things that you can do for a couple that mm. just like put it over the top for them yes yeah and so, so like i find all that out during the facetime call because we're just you know mm. talking back and forth and having fun so i'm not like you know making them feel like i'm asking these questions for like later on i'm just gathering this information so i know yeah. that you know once they do book me then you know i can provide an amazing experience for them um, later yeah. on for sure so um changing topic slightly here because again this is something i'm super curious about because uh, i'm in tennessee and i've been heavily considering doing elopement photography and filmmaking because we you know we do both um does being out there in like Arizona and like having direct access to all those surrounding areas where a lot of weddings or excuse me, a lot of elopements happen. Do you feel like that's a major advantage to you? Um, so Arizona does have some great locations, you know, Sedona, um, mm. Northern Arizona. So yes. Um, but in a sense, I'm basically doing a lot of my stuff now outside of Arizona too. Um, so what I decided to do in the very beginning is I'm like, okay, I need to show that I can go and film at these places. And so then I started doing giveaways on my Instagram, which I built my whole, like, I have a good following on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Does anybody see my stuff? <laughs> no, <laughs> which I'm like, damn you, Instagram. Yes. Um, but I built that whole thing off of giveaways because um i'd be like all right i'm gonna do an elopement film giveaway um you know you gotta, gotta follow get your friends to follow me and comment you know why they should why i should pick them um dm me your love story you know details about your elopement day like what you, what do you want to go do um mm -hmm. what's the general time of when you want to do it stuff like that and so i do these big giveaways and you know i'd get 100 200 people you know entered into it and then i'd basically just scroll through find the best one, find the location that A, I want to go film at because it was going to be out of my pocket at that point. So yeah. I'm like, okay, I want to go to this location. Um, I love this couple. Like they have a great story. Um, so I would use that then to then propel my business forward. So when I went and filmed it and I did all these things and I post it and then I would advertise it, like nobody knew, like it was a free elopement giveaway that I did for it. Right. It just became great content for me to market. Um, and so again, that was all part of my, my strategy then too, apart from, you know, just doing Instagram ads was doing giveaways that then would make my company move forward because I was mm -hmm. shooting somewhere, showing people that I go do adventurous elopements in all these locations, not just Arizona. So I think if I just showed Arizona, then yeah, I'd probably book more and more Arizona weddings and elopements. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I don't want to be in Arizona all the time. Like I want to go travel. Right. Um, so that's, a that's basically how I did it. And I think really anybody can do that. Like, as long as you are investing in yourself and your company, mm -hmm. uh, and you're willing to, you know, put out some money and, you know, spend it on yourself, um, you really can show off like, Hey, like I can go to Maui and shoot an elopement. It may have been a giveaway, but who cares? Like nobody's going to yeah. know that when you're marketing it. So, so did you ever book, uh, like actual not, not actual elopements, but you know what I mean? Like actual, like, did they, did people book you and pay you from the losers who didn't win the giveaway? Oh, I've definitely booked some people just, you know, they entered the competition, whatever they didn't win. And then they turned around and booked me. Um, so yeah, like it was 
also a great time like in the dms where i'm just like talking with them back and forth just making them you know feel you know super comfortable or confident like hey maybe you'll win whatever or if yeah. they don't i always write you know out this like apology text to them saying like hey sorry you didn't win like um i can't pick everybody like i love your story like um but if you do still want to move forward like you know i can give you a 500 discount on your elopement nice um, super so small then so then i'd you know pull in some people that way so Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's and then I always, raise, I, I always raise my price at that point then $500 knowing that I was going to give away 500 <laughs> so then I didn't lose money just saying like very smart yeah I love yeah. that and I, I remember I've seen a few giveaways you've done I remember you did an adventure session giveaway um which I, I watched that and I was like wow he got crazy results on that um so I've seen you do that. I didn't know you actually did full elopement giveaways either. Um, yeah. That's pretty cool though. Like, and I I've done that... free free wedding film giveaways too. Like, yeah. like I'll come film your wedding for free, stuff like that. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think people a lot of people shit on giveaways, but like they're a really solid way to get really good work and a lot of bookings. Yeah, and as long as you're not doing it constantly, and again the followers too. Like, yeah, um, I I think now my business is at a point where people look at the business like especially with the uh alumnate photographer experience like starting that company like obviously yeah. we didn't have many followers on it so nick and i were using our platforms to really push that business mm-hmm. uh, so then when we're reaching out to brands or companies be like hey will you partner with us you know for dresses for different things um like when we were in tulum i reached out to a wedding planner saying hey um wondering if you can help us set up some you know a location for a, an elopement like i have no like i've never been to tulum like i need some ideas whatever yeah. um she's like well i'm kind of busy um but i do have a venue that i just opened up that you can come film at like we're trying to get some promotions for and I'm like cool and then she i think started looking at what nick and i do and where we're at with things and then all of a sudden it became this thing of like oh, let me, let me get uh, this person on board too. So like, oh, I got a florist. She's going to take care of all the florals. Oh, I have a uh, baker. Like she's going to take care of a wedding cake for the couple. Yeah. Um, oh, we have fire dancers. They're going to come out and do oh like God. a fire dance performance. I'm like, okay. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> like, I mean, that, that whole production became a whole lot more than I ever expected. Yeah. Um, I think if I had a thousand followers probably wouldn't have happened mm-hmm. um, just because, you know, they're feeling like, oh, these companies, you know, have like, you know, have a really good following. Like they're doing some, you know, great stuff, stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think like once you get to a level where people see like, okay, you're um, legit on, I guess the follower side, like, I don't know. It's to me, it's mainly just a perception, I guess, at that point. Yeah. I'm sorry. My cat keeps jumping up here. She's trying to love on me. Uh, and, and followers <laughs> don't, don't convert to bookings either. Like that's what I've noticed. Like, yeah, it doesn't convert, but it also doesn't hurt either, I guess, in some sense. It, yeah. I think it kind of adds a level of authority. Cause like you would be more trustworthy to me if you had 10,000 followers versus like a hundred, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I want to talk more about the elopement photographer experience, but I did want to ask you a question about marketing. Um, cause I see you mostly on Instagram, but then you mentioned you run ads and everything. So like, what all do you do marketing wise to get your, your elopements and your weddings booked? Um, so mainly all of my marketing has been through Instagram ads. So like boosting a post, but I don't just do the general boost. Mm-hmm. Like I've honed in on my marketing, like who I market to. So only market to females 
um, 22 to 35. Um, sometimes I'll pick specific states. Um, I've always found that California eats up, eats up a majority of my budget. So I try to exclude California as much as possible because um, I've actually only filmed one California couple. Mm -hmm. uh, like they book, like they live in California and they book me for their wedding in California. All my other California weddings have been people from out of California that booked me to then we all travel to California together to film their yeah. wedding moment. So I'm like, okay, California just kind of eats too much of my budget. So I, typically I try to exclude them as much as possible. Um, but yeah, like I build it around that. And then for targeting, it's always like wedding planning, wedding dress, wedding photography, stuff mm -hmm. like that. So the people that are interested in those, those are the people that should see my ads. Um, and I've noticed for like the photographer experience, um, doing IG stories, um, just that 15 second little, you know, clip. Yeah. That's how I've, I've seen it. Yeah. I've that's how it, the one that's of the, the coast in Italy. Yeah. yeah. I've seen it like 10 times. <laughs> so like for Iceland, I just did something like I had filmed in Iceland in 2019. Um, and I was at, um, the Vik beach. So the black sand beach with a, um, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Just, so like I had just a simple shot for 15 seconds of just that beach. And then I laid out all the details of what we were going to do for the experience. Um, and then that ad like took off, like, you know, I'd have, you know, if I ran an ad for $300 over the course of five days, I'd probably get, you know, two, 300 people that would DM me and be like, I need more info and stuff like that, mm -hmm. uh, which Instagram DMs has automated messages that you can um, yeah. set up. I'm like, I love them. <laughs> I don't have to copy paste. <laughs> like this made life so much easier. Um, but yeah, so I would just do that 15 second ad. And so when we launched the Iceland trip, I booked out 10 people for, cause we try to keep it small. I booked mm -hmm. out 10 people within 48 hours and all of them found us through just that ad. Wow. Um, so all over the US, one was from Canada. Um, and then so then we opened up a second trip and then I booked 11 people uh, within a few days after that. Um, so we had two huge, <laughs> two huge success just from doing Instagram story ads. Wow. Um, and and so did you set that up through the Facebook ads manager or did you boost those? I just set everything up through Instagram. Now mm -hmm. I can go into the ads manager and do some more fine tuning if I need to. Gotcha. But everything that I do has just been through mainly just the Instagram ad and then diving into it a little bit more than just the general, you know, details that it gives you. Mm -hmm. Sweet. That's funny. Cause I like, I've never, ever gotten good results from a boosted post. Um, so I tell like students that I'm like, no, don't do that. Go to the ads manager. You have way more customization. Um, but it seems like it works really well for you. So, yeah. <laughs> and, and the thing is like, I'm like, and maybe you could teach me, I've never boot, like set an ad up through ads manager. I've mm -hmm. always gone into it afterwards and tweaked it if I needed to, or felt like I needed to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everything has just been through Instagram personally. Facebook ads have never done anything for me. Um, so mm -hmm. I felt like I wasted so much money just trying on do Facebook posts because I felt like the majority of my, for whatever reason, my people were yeah. Instagram compared to Facebook. I felt like my mom was on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I see I the same thing. Instagram works phenomenally better for me. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, honestly, though, like if you're getting if you're profitable, like don't change it. Just yeah. do what you do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like keep doing, keep doing what you do. <laughs> yeah. So I do want to talk a little bit more about the alumni photographer experience because I know we're coming up on like almost an hour. Um, and I think what you're doing is like amazing. So and I know you told me a little bit of details over text, but I want to learn yeah. more. Um, what all do you have planned for the future for it? So for next year, we have Bali. Um, we're doing a back-to-back trip in Iceland like we did uh, this year. So that'll be in uh, June. So we'll do one full experience, have a day off, and then we'll do another full experience. Um, we're doing Greece and Norway. Yeah, Greece and Norway. Do you have dates for them yet? Or are they still kind of... Yes. So I've been... I've been uh, posting them on my Instagram uh, stories and we're getting the website all designed back up, mm-hmm. ready to launch and all that stuff. But Bali is going to be March 26th through 31st. Okay. Iceland will be June 10th through 18th. And that's going to be the two trips combined. Uh, Greece is August 7th through 10th. Norway is September 7th through uh, 4th, September 4th through 7th. And then we're going to do Iceland in winter, which is going to be October 9th through 12th. So that, so the reason why we wanted to go back then is um, that's when the ice caves open back up. Mm -hmm. So we're going to actually go shoot in an ice cave in Iceland. Um, So this last trip we did in Iceland, we did a glacier tour. So we went and shot on top of the glacier. Now we're going to go underneath it and shoot in the ice oh cave. Oh my gosh. Um, so we're pumped about that. That's insane. Have you already sold tickets for them or no? No. So we haven't opened up any tickets yet. We're again, just in the process of rebuilding the website to get everything set up for it. Um, but we should be launching Bali by the end of the month. Um, I'm extremely interested in Bali. That one. Yeah. yeah. The The Airbnb that we have picked out is like a mansion. <laughs> and that's the other thing. Like, with our experiences, like I keep telling people, like it's not for me. It's not like a huge money. I make more money on weddings and elopements than I'm making on these experiences. Yeah. Now, for me, like I'm getting to go to these amazing locations basically for free, and also make a little. But we invest so much money back into the participants and the mm-hmm. experience that they have. Um, you know, a lot of experiences or you know other workshops. Basically, you come. Um, they'll tell you, yeah, we have a few beds, figure it out. Like, no, everybody gets their own bed. And like, you don't have to sleep next to anybody. <laughs> That's um, so nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the meals, all your meals are provided and we're not giving you ham sandwiches. Like we go out to nice restaurants, like when you're in Iceland, um, uh, we went to, um, what's it called? The uh, blue lagoon took everybody there. Like that's all covered. Um, mm. we went to a real Viking restaurant and like it was built into like this, hill and stuff like that and it looked like a tavern biking tavern inside like we invest so much money back into you guys plus flying in you know three different models um i've heard of some uh workshops where like yeah we're gonna have like you know two or three models and they're like oh sorry they bailed and we only have one so it's like you're shooting for days on end the same couple and like that sounds horrible (laughs) especially when you put out all this money on a workshop that's like out of the country and stuff like that um for sure so do you is it is it more so just shooting or do you also teach things too so we teach on site a lot of stuff so we don't do a lot of like sit down like you know we 
basically when we're hanging out having dinner or just hanging out at our airbnb which we always book dope airbnbs and stuff like that yeah just have conversations about stuff and a lot of the times like the stuff that other people are doing i'm learning the same like i'm learning from them like i don't need to have a thing where you guys all sit down and let me tell you what i'm doing like right let's, let's have a conversation about what i do tell me what you do maybe what you're doing is better than me i don't know like <laughs> let's yeah. figure this out together um, so like we have a lot of conversations and then we do on-site training. So when we go to these locations and shooting the elopements, um, we'll have one day where Nick and I basically teach, okay, this is what we do on an elopement day and how well we work together as a photographer and a videographer. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's, I guess, one big difference from a lot of other workshops out there is usually it's a photographer workshop and videographers can come. Or it's just a videographer workshop because they're like, we hate photographers and we don't want them there. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Um, so it's like, all right, why don't we combine the two and show everybody how we work well together? Um, and so all of our elopements actually feel like an elopement. So we do getting ready stuff with the couple. Um, mm -hmm. We take them on adventure sessions. So like when we were doing the Blue Lagoon, we invited our couples, hey, come to the Blue Lagoon with us. And then people brought the GoPros and stuff like that. And so they were doing pictures and GoPro, you know, video shots of the couple in the Blue Lagoon to add to their films um, or pictures, whatever. Um, we wanted to make it feel as close to a real elopement as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, and then all of our couples have to do vows. So we tell them ahead of time, like, you guys are going to write some wedding vows. If you're not married, you know, figure it out, like <laughs> um, write a love letter to each other. That's fine too. Like, yeah, that's smart. I was curious about that with like the yeah. filmmaker side. And so, yeah, for our filmmakers, like that's huge to them and how we've created a huge draw for a lot of them is they are able to make a real elopement film and not make it feel just like a style shoot with a couple that just like stands there and poses um so everything feels just like a real elopement that nick and i would go shoot um and then we we're giving you three different couples to you know do this for so then you have three different real elopements to then push out to the world i went to iceland and i filmed three elopements i went to italy and i filmed all these elopements like that's what we wanted for people like and then we also tell them like my i'm going to use my platform to also boost you guys like i'm good on bookings like i'm always going to attract the couples that I attract. So whenever you post something, if you tag me in it, like I'm going to push it back out to the world and be like, Hey, look at what they're doing. Like, yeah. you know, you guys are awesome. Stuff like that. I've noticed that you share a lot of work on your story. That's oh, what yeah. I really enjoy. Yeah. I'm um, like, I don't think I'll ever um, suffer by promoting somebody else's business. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like, I'll always attract my people. You'll always attract your people. Yeah. And in a lot of sense, I can't book everybody in the world, nor do I want to. <laughs> like, yes. I need a balance in life. Um, I wish more so, people had that mindset. Yeah. And it's like, if we all just come together and just like, you know, boost each other up, like, I don't know, <laughs> it, it never hurts to do that. So for real. Well, man, um, we're like right at an hour. So do you have any closing thoughts? Um, I really like, I'm just excited that I get to share a little bit about myself. Like, and anybody that watches this, you're more than welcome to reach out to me anytime. Like, I don't charge for doing um, any kind of mentorship sessions, like stuff like that. Like, I'm all about having conversations and willing to, you know, have a Zoom call with anybody and, you know, just talk about more about what I do and how I've gotten here and share any information that I can for free. Like, that's what I do. Sweet, man. So where can people find you? 
um, on Instagram is just Adventure Wedding Films or email is info at Adventure Wedding Films. Awesome. And then your the alumni photographer experience, they want more info on that. Where should they go? Um, so you can find it on my Instagram. There's a link or you can go to elopement photo experience because the name was too long. Um, so <laughs> elopement photo experience is our workshop um, or elopement photographer experience dot com. Cool. I'll link those below in the yeah. description too for you. Sweet. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on, dude. Um, I was super pumped for this as well because <laughs> I've been looking up to you for a long time um, and I'm just super stoked, super thankful you came on, man. So We'll talk uh, after we cut it off. But guys, thank you again for listening. Go check Jeff out. He's absolutely incredible. Go check out the Alone Photographer Experience. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye. Cool. Thanks.